How's it going, everyone, and welcome to the number one Raiders podcast in the world. We are back. This is the Raiders Daily. My name is Stephen Michaels. I know we've been gone for a couple of weeks. Like I said, I'm going to try to do these every every two weeks. I'm going to try doing a uh, episode. I don't want to do it too much because I want to leave the audience waiting. Now, this is the number one show in the world, without a shadow of a doubt. I know people can try, but the stats speak for itself. Now, we got a lot of things to this to discuss here. First of all, the one thing that I guess is all over Raider land is this Derek Carr fiasco. I'm going to give you my opinion on it. Now, some of you may not like it. Some of you guys are hardcore Derek Carr fans that are not going to like this. But I have to say it because it is the truth. Derek Carr was wrong. Derek Carr acted like a lunatic. Who, you name me another quarterback in a National Football League that would go on Twitter and threaten, or not even threaten, challenge a talking head on TV to a fight in an octagon in the UFC. First of all, he knows that's never going to happen. He's never going to fight anyone. Second of all, you cannot have that much of a thin skin. You can't, you gotta have th- thicker skin if you're an NFL quarterback. You do not see Tom Brady going off on a tangent about Skip Bayless. You do not see Aaron Rodgers tweeting out that he wants to fight people in the octagon. You don't see the top quarterbacks do that. You don't even see Matt Ryan do that. Matt Ryan's coming off a terrible season with his team. I mean, people have been trashing him a lot, but you don't see him going crazy and calling into radio shows. Derek Carr calls into not the the show that Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman are on. No, no, he doesn't do that. And by the way, Stephen A. Smith said on his podcast that he they offered they offered up the chance for Derek Carr to call into their show and he did not. Instead, he called in to Mike and Mike, I, th- I think it's Mike and Mike, I forgot who, what it's called now, but it's the most safest PG show on ESPN, he knew he wasn't going to be hit by any hardball questions, he knew it's going to be a safe environment, he knew he wasn't going to get called out, he went on there and he said, oh, they, they questioned my character and my toughness, really, who cares, you're getting paid millions of dollars, that's what those guys get paid to do, is question you, is to analyze you. That's what I do. I go on the radio or on the, on this podcast, on my forum. You are a public figure and I can talk about you all I want. And the bottom line is I talk about you a lot because you haven't showed up since 2016. Because you don't use your legs. Because you don't scramble. I don't care about your toughness. I don't care if you're the weakest guy in the world. The only thing I care about is when it's third and six, and no one's open, but you can run for 12 yards, run for their goddamn 12 yards instead of just throwing the ball away or throwing, making a bad throw. I understand your stats were good this season, but it was a dink and dunk season all year long. You are not throwing it down the field. And I understand the point that Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman are not no NFL experts. They're not, I mean, come on. 
Max Kellerman, he knows a lot about boxing, but he doesn't know anything about the NFL. Stephen A. Smith, I think he knows a little bit, but not that much. They don't have my expertise, that's for sure, because nobody does. But the fact of the matter is, Derek Carr, you have to step up your game. And the fact of the matter is, Derek Carr, don't sleep on the Raiders trading you, because John Gruden was at that senior bowl. John Gruden got a look at a couple quarterbacks. John Gruden loves quarterbacks. And if some team, some team in a National Football League goes to the Raiders and they say, hey, we're going to give you two first-round picks or even a first-round pick, guess what, Derek Carr? You're going to be traded. That is a reality, people. That will happen. Look around the NFL. That is what all these teams are doing. Look at the Rams. They get rid of their quarterback. They draft a quarterback. They're in the Super Bowl right now. Why? Because they have a rookie quarterback on a rookie salary, and they can pay everyone else. They can get all these big stars. They can load up. The Bears did it. The Rams did it. The Chiefs did it. All these teams. It's a trend in the NFL. They use a quarterback, but when it's time to pay that quarterback, that's when you got a tough decision to make. That's a tough decision. Now, the Raiders are faced with that tough decision. Now, they already paid this guy, but they can get out of that contract fairly unscathed. And guess what? There's going to be teams that are going to want Derek Carr. They are going to want an average quarterback because that's what Derek Carr is. He is average, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, Derek Carr cannot win in Kansas City. This guy has been with the Raiders since, what, 2000. 14, and he has yet to defeat the Chiefs and Arrowhead. His weather, his game, uh, sorry, his record in cold weather games is astounding. The guy cannot win in cold weather. I don't know what it is, but he cannot win in cold weather. In December, he's terrible. I don't know why, but for some reason, this guy cannot win in cold weather. And if you play for the Raiders, then you are the Raiders franchise quarterback. You got to beat the Kansas City Chiefs and Arrowhead. If you cannot do that, what's the point? What is the point of you being the franchise quarterback if you can't beat your division rival? What's the whole point? And look, listen, the Chiefs, I don't know how good they're going to be. I don't know if this Mahomes thing is a fluke. I know some of his passes look cool with the sidearm stuff and all of that kind of uh, jazz. But also, you know, he does just throw passes up in the air and Tyreek Hill comes underneath them out of nowhere. A guy throws with his eyes closed most of the time. So Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he looks like he's going to be a good quarterback in the National Football League. Now, I see, trust me. I'm not ready to crown this guy and say, hey, this guy's going to be in the Hall of Fame, like some, you know, talking heads are saying. They're stupid. They don't know football, Derek Carr. See, that's what I'm explaining to you. But I don't really care, and you shouldn't care. There's people I can't stand, but I really don't care about them. There are people on Twitter that pretend they're insiders from Las Vegas, but they're nothing but frauds and scam artists. There's podcasts, Raiders podcast, you know, with your boy named G, whatever the hell his name is. They're soft. They're nobodies. No one cares. They have done nothing. They don't have the level of expertise I do. Therefore, they're not even in my mindset. I don't care about them. They are literally the shit on the bottom of my shoe. I am better than them and they know it. I can run circles around them. 
They don't have sources. They don't have anything. They don't have people in the building. They don't, none of that. Nobody knows who they are. They're not relevant. And when someone on television, talking heads who get paid to sit down and talk about things for four hours a day, hey, guess what? You are the topic of the day. Handle it. Deal with it. Don't respond to it. Ignore it like every other NFL player does. That's what you get paid to do. And the fact of the matter is, I could tell you this right now. There is no way. No way. I don't care what Mike Mayock says. Mike Mayock is not going to tell the truth. We know that. And that's another thing about Derek Carr. He went on that interview with the Mike and Gallick. What, 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 I don't even know the name of that show, guys. I really don't. I don't know the name of it. But he says he just wants facts and truth. He wants the truth. Well, the truth is, Derek Carr, you get paid millions of dollars. And those people get paid lots of money to have an opinion. And they have an opinion about you. And I already laid out the truth. You can't win against Kansas City. You can't do it against the Chiefs in December. Your, your stats in cold weather are alarming. You do not scramble. And John Gruden has been preaching that all season long. Those are stats and those are facts. That's the way it is. But let me tell you something. Mike Mayock, he came out and he said, oh, he said something about Derek Carr and his latest shenanigans. Uh, I like the fight in him or something. But spoiler alert, everyone. Mike Mayock, he didn't even know what was going on. You got to remember, he was asked that question that day it was happening. So he was just kind of spitballing. He had no idea what he's even talking about. The people in the Raiders building, they were not thrilled about Derek Carr going on a little temper tantrum and then calling into the radio show because it does make them look weak. John Gruden likes tough guys. Bill Romanowski just said it, and he's not lying. That's what John Gruden likes. He likes guys with thicker skin. I mean, these guys. I mean, John Gruden, Derek Carr doesn't like Max Kellerman saying bad things about him. He's only been in John Gruden's system for a year. Can you imagine next season? If he plays like he did this season, if he's not scrambling and not doing those things, he's, I mean, the guy's, he's going to quit the team. He's not going to be able to handle the criticism. This guy has such thin skin, it's insane. It really is. He, but listen, like I said before, I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked if the Raiders went out and they got a quarterback in this draft. I would not be shocked. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if they kept Derek Carr and still got a quarterback. I don't know what round. The Raiders don't even know what round, by the way. But I do know how how John Gruden is. He loves quarterbacks. And I do know there are three to four quarterbacks in this draft that he likes a lot. And I do know that he has been frustrated by Derek Carr's lack of ability to scramble out of the pocket. Those are facts. Those are facts. That's not my opinion. That comes from people that know John Gruden, that work on that staff, that you probably talk to every single day, Derek Carr. Those are facts, and you know it's fact. So the deal is, listen, if someone offers the Raiders a pick, a first-round pick, I wouldn't be surprised if they moved on from But again, like I said, I also wouldn't be surprised if they kept Derek Carr for this next season. 
And they drafted a quarterback and they groom him. Kind of like what the Chiefs did with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. I can see a scenario just like that. And if the Raiders do, if let, let's say the Raiders stay where they are at the draft. Let's say they stay where they're currently. Now, even the Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders, I'm ashamed to use the word Oakland. Well, I don't know. Maybe I should. We'll get into that in one second. Uh, even the Raiders, they don't know what they're going to do. They don't know if they're going to stay put, they're going to move up, they're going to move down. They don't know. It's too early to know. They just had the Senior Bowl. There are a couple players that I know the Raiders scouts and John Gruden like a lot. And it's not just the guys that got stickers. Uh, speaking of that Senior Bowl and speaking of those stickers, that was a genius move by John Gruden. It shows that John Gruden knows what he's doing. He knows how to get these young players. Something people question about John Gruden. They question John Gruden's ability to connect with younger players. Well, guess what? Those stickers, it connected with those younger players. How do I know that? I spoke to two of them. Those guys were working so hard just to get a sticker. When they got a sticker on the helmet, they loved it. That's all they talked about is how bad they wanted a sticker. Now, guys who stood out, guys that John Gruden likes, I mean, obviously, Andy Isabella, this guy, according to Gruden, looks like the next Julian Edelman. So look out for that guy out of UMass. Lives right down my street, by the way. This guy, I mean, he can get open. He can get open. We'll see how he does in the pros, but he looked great in that game, especially that touchdown. There's a lot of guys. You got the safety out there. I mean, that guy, listen, if he gets picked, what do the Raiders do with Carl Joseph? That's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Now, in this draft, there's no doubt they need, they definitely need edge rushers. Now, in the Senior Bowl, the reality is not a lot of those guys get picked. That, that's the reality. Probably, I, I'm guessing about 14 of those guys will actually get drafted. That's the way it really works. Now, a guy like Alec Engold was in there. That is a grooting grinder if i ever seen one. That guy, I don't have a doubt in my mind. If the Raiders are picking in, let's say, the fifth round, sixth round, and that guy's on the board, the Raiders are taking Alec Ingold. I don't have a doubt in my mind. That guy is exactly what Gruden wants. Exactly what he wants. I mean, he wanted that out of Keith Smith. But Keith Smith, he sucks. Let's all, you know, come on. Let's all just admit it. The guy's terrible. Alec Ingold can block. He can catch. He can do everything. Now, the Raiders had a guy like that named James Alwali, but they were dumb and they traded him. But Ingold, that's a guy. That's a grooting guy right there. I'm telling you, watch out for the Raiders to draft him. And that's pretty much about it out of the Senior Bowl. Like I said, there were a couple of guys on the other side of the field, Kyle Shanahan, who... You know, he wasn't better than John Gruden at the coaching thing during this game. Like I said, those stickers were highly motivational for those players. Kyle Shanahan didn't really have any incentives to give his players, you know. I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird thing. And their quarterbacks for Kyle Shanahan's uh, North team, or I'm sorry, uh, he had the South team. Um, they weren't. They, they, they weren't very good, you know. Uh, there was guy, there was wide receivers I wanted to see more of, but I just couldn't do it. So that's a shame. But what do the Raiders do going forward? 
Like I said, they have they have so much need. They have a lot of need. They brought in Mike Mayock. I think he's going to help out a lot. I think he has a lot more say, by the way, than what the media is telling you. I know he does. Than what the media is telling you. Um, this team has a lot, a lot of needs. And free agency is the first step. And they are going to work around free agency. That's exactly what they're going to do. They don't plan on overpaying one guy. At least that's in their minds right now. But they plan on getting a lot of people. They need a lot, a lot of players. Now, I would watch out for guys like Gerald McCoy to get cut by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul from the Buccaneers. Those guys have huge... If the Bucks cut them, they save a lot of money. Jason Pierre-Paul, you got an edge rusher right there. He's a vet. He's a guy that Gruden, I'm sure, would like. You know, he's been around. I think those are the type of guys the Raiders will bring in. They have so many holes. This roster is going to look completely different next season. Completely different. I mean, you got to get... You got Daryl Worley, who's a restricted free agent. So it looks like they'll bring him back. You you got Garon Conley. You got to hope he takes the next step. Carl Joseph, I think the jury's still out on him, to be honest with you. And then you don't have, you don't have a free safety. You really don't. I mean, what do you got, Marcus Gilchrist? I mean... I hope this guy's not the starter next season. He didn't exactly light the world on fire. Then you got the linebacker situation. Now, the good news is Mike Mayock's there now. Reggie McKenzie is gone. Reggie McKenzie has abandoned that middle linebacker position since 2012, since he's been the general manager. For some reason, this guy just does not do anything to help his team when it comes to the middle linebacker spot. Instead, he waits till week 10 and go grabs a veteran, and then the defense looks a lot better. And then, of course, after the season, fans are clamoring for the Raiders to re-sign that veteran, not understanding that guy's not really that good. He just looks good to compa- compare to what they had previously. They had Ben Heaney, for crying out loud. Anyone's going to look good compared to Ben Heaney. There's a reason why the Raiders didn't re-sign Perry Riley Jr. And no other team in the NFL did either. 31 other teams said the guy sucked. Navarro Bowman, same thing. 31 other teams said he was not good enough. That are That's just facts. Those are facts. So the Raiders really need someone. They need to draft a middle linebacker for the future. Honestly, because Reggie McKenzie, I mean, he he hasn't done anything. He let this go this long, and that's why the Raiders are in this situation. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Reggie McKenzie was the most overrated general manager in the National Football League. He did nothing. He was terrible, terrible at, at looking for talent. He was. I mean, th- what did he do? He got... Markwell Lee, an outside linebacker, and he was going to turn him into a middle linebacker. That was his great idea. How did that work out for them? Not very good. Now the Raiders are looking for a middle linebacker. Now they got to get a middle linebacker. They got to get an outside linebacker. They got to get another cornerback. They got to get a safety. They got to get two edge rushers. They probably got to get another defensive tackle somewhere. They got a lot of holes on that roster, and then when you look at the other side of the ball, Gruden's favorite side of the ball, the offense, I think the Raiders go wide receiver in the first round, personally, uh, you got, they need two to three wide receivers, and that's exactly what they're going to be looking for 
in the offseason is two to three wide receivers. Does Seth Roberts stay? I'm not so sure about that, guys. I think this might be the year that the Raiders say goodbye to Seth Roberts. Depending on who they bring in, if there's still room for him, then they'll keep him. But they plan on bringing in about three wide receivers. That's including the draft. So we'll see where they're at after that. Then you got to look at the running back position. Now remember, people forget they have Chris Warren waiting in the wings. But they got to make sure Chris Warren knows how to pass protect. They got to make sure he knows how to do those things. They got to make sure he's just not a preseason hype guy like uh, George Atkinson III. Remember that? I mean, the guy looked great in preseason, but then when you put him in the NFL, not so great. So you got to make sure that he's the real deal. Now, to me, he looked like the real deal. The Raiders really liked him. They liked him so much, they faked an injury, for crying out loud, and to, to stash him. So then you got Chris Warren, but I still think you need another running back just in case. And I personally, personally would bring back Doug Martin. I don't think Doug Martin gets enough credit. This guy is so old. I mean, even I, even I, I was picking on John Gruden for thinking Doug Martin was going to be anything. And what did Doug Martin do? I know he fumbled a couple of times, but think about this, guys. Think about it. Doug Martin, the guy barely got any carries to start the year because Marshawn Lynch was getting all the carries. He comes in like week seven or something and then starts getting carries and he ran for 730 yards. That's incredible. He was 300 yards shy of a thousand yards and he didn't even play the entire season. He didn't even start the entire year. Doug Martin ran hard. I don't care what anyone says. This guy ran hard. He showed he could still do it. The Gruden was right. Now, yes, they lack talent, but I would bring back Doug Martin. Not as your starting running back, but as a third option. I think he still runs hard, and I think you should at least give the guy an opportunity to make the team. Now, I don't know if he even wants to play another year. We don't know, but... If he does, I would give him that opportunity. I don't think Marshawn Lynch is coming back, to be honest. Now, a lot of that is going to have to... Uh, it's it, it's going to dictate where the Raiders play. Now, right now, it's up in the air. I know the NFL, they, they want an answer by the Raiders the day after the Super Bowl. And that's coming up, guys. There's only a few more days. So Mark Davis better figure something out. Now, what I know about that is the Raiders have talked to San Francisco officials. I do know they spoke to them. Uh, they spoke to the people that the baseball team, the Giants Stadium. Levi's is an option, although Mark Davis doesn't want it. He might have to take it. Maybe at the end of the day, they wait to the last minute and they end up staying in Oakland. That's kind of my prediction. I don't believe they are leaving the Bay Area. I do know that John Gruden has told Mark Davis he does not want to move the team out of the Bay Area. The practices are there, obviously. He doesn't want to go back and forth and all that nonsense. He would rather, he wants to stay in the Bay Area. So Mark Davis knows that. Mark Davis does anything John Gruden wants, basically. So I think that it's almost 100%. This team is going to stay in the Bay Area. It's either going to be Oakland or San Francisco, in my opinion. And according to everyone I've spoken to, they say the same same exact things. Those are the best options. Levi's is the NFL's option. 
Levi's Goodell is pushing the Raiders to play there very, very hard. Very hard. So that could happen as well. We shall see. Alright, I think that's all the news. Uh, like I said, the draft. We got the combine first. The, it's too early to tell you, you know, exactly what the Raiders are going to do and what their plans are. Because even they don't know. We got free agency first. And let me tell you something about free agency. It's too early on that, too, because we don't know who's going to get cut. We have no idea. I mean, guys could get cut that you, like I said, the Bucks, they could be releasing Gerald McCoy. He's not a free agent yet, but they'll probably end up releasing him. There's going to be players like that released that are pretty good, but for cap reasons, they're going to get cut. So right now, you can look at the free agency list all you want, but that thing's going to grow a lot bigger, a lot bigger once free agency starts. And we'll see how John Gruden and Mike Mayock build this team. And then after the draft, Mike Mayock will officially hire his own scouts. They don't like to typically hire new scouts uh, this close to the draft. It, it's not good. I mean, you got guys on the Raiders that already been working on this draft. So you might as well keep them. They already have notes on them. It's Plus, you got regional guys everywhere. I, I know a lot of fans don't understand that, but there's regional scouts. For example, there's, you know, a guy in Alabama. There's a guy in, you know, Oregon. There's regional scouts all over the place. And I'm told most of those guys are going to stay with the Raiders. So Mike Mack likes those guys. But you know what? At the Senior Bowl, remember this. Mike Mack was not only looking at players, he was looking at scouts as well. He was scouting scouts because he might want to grab some of those guys and say, hey, come work for me. And Mike Mayock is very, very well liked in the NFL community. From the scouts to the agents, he's really well liked. After all, this guy got John Gruden and Joel Siegel to have dinner together. He is very well liked by agents and scouts. I mean, it's just the way it is. The guy's... Very well liked. He's a very nice guy, by the way. Mike Mayock is one of the nicest people in the world. I'm very happy for him. I hope he succeeds in this. I, I know it's kind of an experiment, but, you know, hiring a guy. But, I mean, at the same time, it just seems like the right thing to do. I mean, 32 teams go to this guy for advice. Why not hire that guy? And that's what the Raiders did. I think it might work. I really do. I think it might work, and the Raiders do need a lot of help. All right, everyone, that's it for me. Thank you for listening. This is the number one Raiders radio show in the world. This is the Raiders Daily.